This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All righty, let's do this thing. Happy Monday to everybody out there in radio listening land. It is time to tailgate. Jeff Cardozo, Patrick Dooley, and Kate here with you. She's like Ichiro, just needs one name. I miss Ichiro, but at least we're seeing uh, some other people in Major League Baseball. Yeah, like Kate. You get to see Kate yes. every, every Monday. We love that. She's great. Um it's always stuff to talk about. Oh, on I was going to tell you because when when you started talking, I was thinking about how on uh, last Sunday I was out playing golf at Ironwood. Okay. And uh, the car girl pulled up. It was I'm not going to give a name. I love them all, as mm-hmm. you know, they're very nice people. And she pulled up, and I was I had the game on my phone, and you were doing the broadcast. And she goes, "Are you talking to Jeff?" I go, "He's doing the game." He's in the game. And this this Sunday, I was out there yesterday, out there again, and somebody pulled up and they went, they didn't think about it. They just ignored you. Of course. And they would happen. But they did say, oh, finally, are they winning? I go, actually, they're not. They're in trouble. They're down eight to three. Mm-hmm. This is going to be bad. This weekend series is terrible. <laughs> Because you know me, Mr. Negative. Yeah. And then nine hours later the game was over. Yeah. What was it did you what was the total game time? What was the total time you spent at Condren Ballpark this week? Three days. Well it was three forty on Sunday was a game, and each other game was just over three hours. So what's that? About ten hours. And that's with just of game with time. With a pitch clock. Yeah. Just <laughs> game time there. So then, you know, hour and a half before the game. Another thirty minutes after, so what? Two hours each. My so. Yeah. You're underpaid. And overworked. Yes. It's all right. It's fun, and like uh, Vernell Brown said today when he wrote his letter, if you something about you got to enjoy your job or it's not worth it. He said every day when he goes to work it was fun, yeah. and that's when you know it's it's not it's a job, the right job, yeah. I had a I had a series a spell of that at you the did? Angel Sun. I really did. Where you'd we yeah, when you're couldn't going wait to, to get in. Yeah, because you're going to Super Bowls and flying yeah. to San Diego and Seattle and all these other things. Let me uh go to work today and see what stories come up and then uh And then go to Augusta and write about it. Yeah, and then go to Augusta. well, <laughs> my my favorite story is when um Florida went to, in 2000 to the national championship game, as we know. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden on – so they went on Saturday, and all of a sudden on Sunday I'm writing the follow or in advance. We know we'd done interviews. And I went, oh, my God, I could go to Augusta. <laughs> I, I forgot all about that, so I had to change my flight and everything. Um, yeah, I mean, flew, flew to uh, Atlanta and then drove over to Augusta. Yeah, the good old days. And, of course, Augusta happens this week. 
And it's Masters Week, baby. Yes, it is. But listen to this, and tell me if this is a good idea or bad idea. Bad, right? Mm. Uh, already, I know what it's going to be, and I know it's bad. Okay. Well, then, should I not even ask that? No, go. I, I let the uh, people know. Okay. So, I was at the bar last week at Ironwood. Okay. And I was not drinking. I was talking to people that were at the bar because I was on the clock. And somebody looked up, and the women were at Augusta. The tournament was going on. I'm well aware of that. Okay. I watched it all. So, then, his bright idea was, I bet that it's easier to get tickets to that than it is to the Masters this next week. It is. So why don't we apply for tickets for that just so I can get onto the grounds? Because that's all he cared about. Okay, so I will say I was wrong. That's a great Smart idea. Smart idea, right? And I, I thought about that too, about like I don't need to go back to Augusta. I would love to go back again. I've been there. I was there nine times for six days every week. Yeah. Um, but – yeah, like if you've you never been, to, you, and you need to see, see that place. Yeah. You need to see. You want to stand been. behind the tee box and say, "Okay, can I hit that drive?" Or you yeah. want to look at that and say, "That's pretty cool," well, or see how hilly it is. I, you know, it's unbelievable. You won't believe how how hilly it is. Yeah, but I will say this: I was watch. I watched pretty much the whole. So that was what Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. I pretty because I'm confusing all the things I watched. Uh, but I watched pretty much the whole thing on Saturday, even though I had no skin. You know, I didn't care who won, but mm-hmm. I was just watching it. And then, of course, at some point, I started rooting against a Georgia player because <laughs> that's just me. But um, I I thought about this, and I think I wrote this in the back nine, which is up on uh, com. I could watch you, Jeff, and um, Porter and – Steve and a guy on his walker play Augusta. I could I could sit if it was televised, I'd watch the whole thing. Yeah. Because that is how much I love that golf course. It's the greatest piece of property in America. It really is. Now I, I know that there's been some issues in the past. I think the good thing is with a great gator leading the way and Fred Ridley, they have just made it that much better. You saw the women's amateur and um Condoleezza Rice was there with her green jacket and two other women with their green jackets. What they're gonna what they did on Sunday with the putt chip and drive is unbelievable. And then Tiger's out first guy out this morning playing with DeChambeau, which was a little stunning. Um so I I mean look, this is my favorite week of the year. I, I know that I love football, you know that. I watched Yale play Harvard in football. I love the Final Four. I love the – well, I love the tournament, you know, the Thursday, Friday especially. Yeah. But this is my favorite week of the year. I love the Masters. And I bet you loved watching Kim Mulkey celebrate. I turned it off. <laughs> I turned it off. I I did not – I the funny thing is I watched pretty much five hours of women's basketball on Friday, Okay. Both those games were unbelievable. They were great games. But then um, Saturday, Sunday, we went out and played. Or I went out and played. Saturday, Karen out, went out and played with me and actually played with Eric a little bit. But Sunday, I went out and played nine holes, and I got back, and I forgot the game was on. And I flipped it over, and it was already like 59 to 41. I go, man, it must be near the end of the game. I went, no, it's halftime. 
but it, it's all anybody's talking about today, but not because of the basketball, not because yeah, of who won. Because of the trash talking. But I, that's why I didn't even turn anything on today. I didn't have time to, but yeah. I don't want to hear all that. And who who uh, yeah, Not only that, but it's like people? it's okay if Caitlin Clark does it, but not if Angel Reese does it. It's, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just uh, let, let it go. But these people have something they need to talk about because they have – they can't talk about Lamar Jackson anymore. Yeah. They, you know – the men's game is not exciting them. I, I literally thought to myself, Jeff, I guess I'll put it on the second TV. I'll find something else to watch on the first TV, though. I just don't care who wins the game. Yeah. I'm kind of rooting for UConn a little bit because I – and you you and I both had the same opinion. We saw him play here December 7th. We said, this is a great team. They'll probably play for the national championship. And so if they win it, I guess I'm right. Mm-hmm. For once, seven point favorite. Would you take the the points? No. San Diego State has won the first team in the history of basketball to win an Elite Eight in a Final Four game by one point. Yeah, pretty crazy. That. They keep things close. They do. So we'll see. And they were down fourteen in that game. Came yeah, back. Came yeah. all the way back. All right, lots to talk about. Lots to uh, get to. John was ready to chat, so we'll get him before we step aside. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Uh, hey, Pat, does that mean if on your first TV you're going to be watching uh, Monday Night Raw, right? Ooh, that's a good one. No, I, I'm not. I, look, <laughs> I when I was you. young, when I was a kid, which is when most people really like it, I was into wrestling. Jack Briscoe, well, Dusty Jack Rhodes. Briscoe, yeah. That was like uh, championship wrestling. Great Malenko. Gordon Listen, Gordon Sully, you, I will tell you now, Jacksonville is my lucky town. Um, Dean, uh, what was his name? Dean Merlinko or uh, yeah, but I I don't watch a lot. It's stupid. I don't. It's stupid. I'm just messing with you. It's no, stupid. it's okay. I look. It's obviously a big it's deal. It's entertainment, they just, but it's stupid. They just merged now. into a twenty billion dollar deal, right? Uh, right. WWE and um, UFC or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that with uh, Vince McMahon. That's I think. You, he, what about his look? He's Clearly got major facelift work, and now he's got a little porn mustache going. Do you see that picture? Does he really? Yep. I didn't see that. It's pretty interesting. Hey, uh, Jeff, great weekend. Uh, nice comeback yesterday. I, I uh, had to go to work, and we were down 4-3, to three and I, I didn't see until the end. That, you know, uh, you don't have to give me a, a summary of, you know, the Grand Slams and everything, and I know I, I saw that a little bit on on Google, but uh, – well, I tell you what, them women, man. I, just, I mean, I don't know. I knew we were going to have pitching problems. Yesterday wasn't pitching, but it just seems that like, you know, last couple of years for for Tim, I'm not here to be critical of him, but it just seems that we're we're missing major catalyst type people, players like uh, Kelsey Stewart. You know, that that type of caliber player. I mean, we've got good players, and we've we've, you know, we've done the. Uh, you know, the number one rankings or the top five rankings. It just seems that we're missing some clutch players. What, what, what's going on with them? Well, I think a lot of it's coming in next year. Um, yeah. But I will say this. I mean, we last year about this time I was saying they're not giving up on they're not, They may not get to a regional. I don't know. And next You're thing right. you know, they're in the College World Series. So, right. I mean, 
Tim knows what he's doing. Um, he's got he I, he's I got one pitcher that is okay. Uh, the other ones just can't seem to get outs. And and then to do what they did on on uh, Friday night to be down and come back with a six run six inning or seven run six inning, you go okay, they're going to be okay, and then give up seven in the bottom yep. of the inning. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was depressing. And then obviously not to be able to hit yesterday. That girl was throwing. I watched the game. She was throwing gas. Um, oh, you talking for Auburn? Yeah, for, yeah. no, for uh, South Carolina. Yeah, they got South shut Carolina, up, right, South yeah. Carolina. Yeah, but but John, I, I think you know another, maybe not easy way to put it, is when when Tim was doing his thing, he obviously had a lot of relationships with schools from California, getting girls to come in and do that. I think it was more of a game that was dominated by having just one really good arm. And they were able to do that. And then, of course, he got some players that played for Team USA and did all these other things. And now there's a lot of other schools that have gotten really good at softball. Their facilities have gotten better. So people, Arkansas. Yeah, people yeah. aren't just coming to Florida anymore. And the SEC or Alabama, they're going to these other schools. I mean, right. and, and I remember doing softball games early on in my career. And, you know, you'd go to Kentucky or Ole Miss and – Gators would just destroy them by like 10 or 15 every single time. And now those teams are actually better because they're investing stuff into it. So I just think it's that. I, I think you're seeing a lot more people. Like it's not still like women's basketball where it's like the cream of the crop go to a certain amount of schools. I think you're starting to see now more and more be able to go to other schools and, and offer that. So the parity is just that much better. Jeff, in 98, right. I, I covered the uh, Florida baseball at, in Athens, okay? Mm -hmm. They sent me up there to cover it. And I said, well, look, Florida softball's playing in Athens, too. Let me go over and cover that game, too. I mean, I got nothing to do that afternoon. It was a night game on Saturday, I think. It was a high school. I mean, it was literally like a rec league park. Yeah. Chain link fences behind the play. Now they've got this. Uh, I mean, everybody's got one. And uh, But I do think that Tim knows what he's doing. I mean, he keeps going back to the – College World Series, he needs one great yeah, you need a dominant arm. That's you who got, usually wins. You, well, cannot win arm. Out, you can't win out there if you don't have one. But you're not, you're not having clutch player. I mean, yeah, Echols comes up and hits a three-run homer when you're already up by five runs. Where where was the offense? One hit yesterday. I mean, I know it's one game, so I'm not too – I am concerned. I'm not going to be over, you know, overreacting to it. But it seems that, like, we're not, we're not finding – these girls coming up that that can consistently like you know like I said Kelsey Stewart you know Amanda Lorenz I mean Amanda Lorenz we just recently had her two or three years ago was coming up with clutch hits after clutch hits we don't seem to have that player right now well I mean I think Skylar Wallace can be She's yeah you're a right a lot, lot of big hits but no yeah but she also I mean had not struck out like but one time all year I think she struck out Three or four three times. times yeah. Three times. Three yeah. times. Yeah. She had a bad. I mean, they had a bad weekend. I mean, look that. I I'll wait that and happens. see what happens going forward. Right. So uh, so Pat, final question for you. Do you uh, you doing your you'd watch these players on on you know Augusta? Would you watch the Cattlemen play out there? I would watch the Cattlemen play on TV. Wow. Yes. Uh, so I would watch the Cattlemen and the guy who calls high. in and cusses us out. <laughs> and um, who we know who it is, but um, uh, and I would watch, and I would watch uh, a guy wearing an FSU hat and a guy wearing a Miami hat. I'd watch all four of them play 
at Augusta, if it was on, if it was televised, and right. Mike Tirico was doing the broadcast, I would watch the whole thing. How about I know you'd watch Bill Murray? Absolutely, that would be the, the card, man. We need to hey, make guys. that happen. There you go, do it, man. You guys got the clout. Hey, uh, great show, guys, and I'll watch you later. All right, John, appreciate you. We right. should get that. All the all the living guys from the uh, well, actually, Bill Murray wasn't on the first year of Saturday Night Live, was he? Mm-mm. Second year. So we'll, we'll we'll get four people from the second year of Saturday Night Live to play, and I'll watch it. What? But I'm watching the golf course. Yes, more so than anything. I else. love that golf. That's what it's all about. All right, having well, played it, if you love us, you can. Uh, Call us up. It's a Sonic Sound Off Monday. That means it's your opportunity to spit fire at whatever you want to about uh, anything that happened over the weekend. You're listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Griffin Fole. Tonight in Houston, four-seed UConn will take on five-seed San Diego State in the Men's College Basketball National Championship. Be sure to catch all the action right here starting at 7.30 p.m. Gator football has officially announced next season's homecoming date. Mark your calendars for October 7th as Florida welcomes Vanderbilt. Gator baseball will return to Condren Ballpark tomorrow to host Bethune-Cookman before they head to Knoxville Thursday to face Tennessee. Florida is still ranked third in the nation behind only LSU and Wake Forest. Tonight in Major League Baseball, the undefeated Tampa Bay Rays will travel to Washington, D.C. to open a three-game series against the Nationals, while the Miami Marlins get set to host the Minnesota Twins. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Griffin Folk. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck, we have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry and shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. I don't know, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. 
What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. You know, I didn't even know what UConn's fight song was until the end of the game when they were playing it after they beat Miami. And I was like, I could learn to love that song. Yeah. I still don't know what it is. I couldn't tell you what it is again today, but um, it was like every other fight song. Whatever it was. But I was like, UConn, maybe you're T-shirt worthy. I haven't bought one yet this year. I should have gotten a Kansas State one, but I already had one. Yeah. So the Kelsey stole. Yeah, but it's it's around unless you cut it off. But um, I may get a Yukon one. I may have to go with that. Yeah. Beat the Hurricanes. Good in my mind. Are you are you uh you like Yukon tonight? Mm-hmm. Now will you I don't know if I would bet that? to cover seven. No, I wouldn't. Well, they've been blowing out anybody. I just. I and you, that's the thing. When you get to that point, national championship game, you never know what's going to happen. But it, the likelihood is it's going to be a close game because, as we know, there's a reason why these teams are playing the last game of the year. Yeah. They played really well. I mean, to go through that, can you imagine if it, if it was like that in, in college football where you had to win six games? At the end of the year, after your incredible conference season and all the non-conference, all these games, then you had to play six games. You had to win them all. And you couldn't even lose one on a late field goal to win a national title. It would be rough. It would be very tough. And as much as I don't want to do it and obviously give Kim Mulkey a little praise, she has – taken two different programs yeah. now and won all these national titles so she's doing something right she knows what is, she's doing yeah, yeah i mean she's it's it is crazy she's a good coach and i mean lsu sold their soul they never even what been in the game before and how but how about iowa to beat they South had a Car- good they had Carolina. some really good teams i can't i'm trying to think of who the previous coach was not the previous but the previous previous and they had some really good teams that might have even gotten to the Final Four. I don't. I'll, yeah, but I'll, never played for a national. No, championship. never played for a national title. No, they had been in there several times, but never, never won that game to get to the championship. 
I will so say you give her credit. You were about to ask me about Iowa South Carolina. I I was so into that game. Were you really? Yeah, I was. I watched every second of it, and I wanted to see Caitlin Clark play a full game, not just sample sizes of her making shots. She scored forty one. Mm-hmm. She also took thirty one shots. Yeah, which I think there's a lot of people that could get to forty one with thirty one shots, um, but. She's really good. I mean, she's an exceptional player. And I think women's college basketball um, certainly took a step forward in a lot of ways. And nothing, there's nothing negative that happened. I I, I think Dawn Staley was a little bit ridiculous. But again, I don't know what she's hearing. I don't know what is coming back to her. I don't even know how much of it's true people calling them thugs and calling them names. And I, all right, so is this eight fans in the stands? And that's not America. That Well, maybe America. But it's not people that um, – I don't think it's it's the populace, in other words. And I think she kind of went overboard there. But she tends to do that. But I, I think that women's college basketball has overshadowed the men this, this weekend. Probably it so. really has. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if the women end up with a better rating than the men. Although, when it's fifty nine forty one at the half, you're not gonna you're gonna lose a lot of viewers. Not a lot of people are gonna stick around for that. Yeah. And I kind of had it on the second TV, kind of half watching it, just looking up. And I go, hey, look, I was within nine. Oh, there's a technical foul. Why? Because she didn't throw the ball to the right official. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I, I've said this a million times, Jeff. If you think men's basketball officiating is bad, go watch a women's game. At any level, I'm talking about whether it's Florida, which obviously has not been at that high level, or the Final Four, or you can watch any any college women's basketball game. Officiating is awful. It's terrible. And it's hard to watch. And they decided to make th- – there's – it's going to be Kim Mulkey and the referees. Those are going to be the shows. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is just playing. That 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 kind of ruined yeah, it for me. Turns you off. For sure. Does this turn you off? UFC, which I don't like watching. Me neither. I don't like watching guys just destroy each other, break bones, and do all that other stuff. And WWE, which I do like. I like the theatrics of that. It's actually kind of fun. They have now merged... Yeah. Together. Twenty five million twenty one point four billion dollars that's worth. Yeah, do you uh um, unbelievable. Did you invest in that? No. I was stupid. Well Wish I did. Is it really worth it? Or is it just I don't know. I, I'm not gonna w- make me watch wanna watch either one. No, but it's just I think it is amazing though, and I've been to a couple of live WWE things it's over in deal. Jacksonville. Look, People it, love it. And it's fine if you love it. I was at the um, one night Karen and I went out somewhere. I can't remember where. And we ended up stopping. Oh, I know. It was the Sister Hazel, Darius Rucker, Rucker concert. And we stopped at uh, Gators Dockside on the way home. And they had the UFC fights on every TV. There was not one TV you could watch anything else. Yeah. And that place was jam-packed. I had to stand up at the bar because that's the only seat. Karen, I got Karen a seat. That was it. And I get it. I understand why people like it. I personally don't. I like golf. 
I get why you wouldn't like golf. Not everybody likes golf. Some yeah. people think golf's stupid and elitist. I like it. I like to watch it. I can't wait. I can't fun. wait for the par three contest. going to be a fun week for sure. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back, get more of your phone calls. Titan MRI hotline is open, 392-8255. You're listening to The Tailgate. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. All right, guys, listen up. We know lots of things about sports, beer, and some things we can't say on the radio, but one thing I'll admit that I don't know much about is jewelry. But ladies love jewelry, so over the years I've acted like I'm a pro when in reality I've let Oaks Jewelry do all the work. Now there's always that time of year that needs to be celebrated or that time of year when, of course, you're in the doghouse. And either way, Oaks Jewelry's got you. They've got a huge inventory on anything imaginable. So many beautiful things she'll look amazing in and you don't have to do a thing. They'll wrap it, put it in a bag with a bow, and you'll know that she's going to think you're the greatest guy on the planet. Folks, it doesn't get any easier. Oaks Jewelry does all the work. You get all the credit. It's your special somebody. She's worth it. And something special from Oaks Jewelry is what she really wants. Check them out right across the street from the Oaks Mall on Newberry Road in Gainesville. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. And my wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel any time. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. The potential for some storms exists through the early evening, especially north of Gainesville. That's where the potential for some stronger cells are even possible as well, mainly with damaging winds and 
pale. We'll be keeping a close eye on those storms should diminish, though, as we lose the heating of the day. We'll see partly to mostly cloudy skies overnight tonight with areas of fog developing by tomorrow morning. From the Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I'm in a, an old building. Either you get the heat in the winter or the AC in the summer. I'm in bed early-ish, midnight. Everyone's up. No one goes, it's so hot in here. Open the windows. Try to get a little cross grease growing. Can't because the way the windows work, it's like, I can't explain you it. You ain't getting no sleep. It's then. almost like you, a danger. You got, you got no yeah. sleep last night. Oh, 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 I got no sleep. <laughs> Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. On Deck with Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell, Wednesday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, Duels and Dozo here with you. It's a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Right back to the call. Sound Off. As we get Daryl to join us. Hey, Daryl, what's up? How's it going, guys? Good, man. I want to start by saying I'm going to tread real easy here. Um, but I Uh-oh. think sometime, I think, well, yeah, I have to tread. I have to go a little bit because I think, Jeff, you kind of stirred me a little bit. Your comment, you just said that Kim Mulkey sold a soul. What did she sell a soul to do? No, LSU what did. did. When you, what was your comment? I think LSU did what to win. Uh, what did they? What did you? Well, you said Moki, but what? What? Well, what yeah, to get Moki is what I meant. So, okay, to get her there. Yeah. What did, what did they have to give up to get her there? A lot of money. A lot more. I and mean, look, you just don't go from Baylor to LSU if you if it's not a lot of money involved. Yeah, and and just some of the other baggage and the different things yeah, that I'm I'm not, yeah. There's a reason we don't like her. It has nothing to do with her. Well, yeah, it's, it's her son, really. <laughs> well, and it also for me, it's the way oh, 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 she some defended, of the theatrics. defended Art Briles. That that yeah, the, the defense of Art Briles is saying that people should go punch critics in the mouth because it, who right. who criticized Art Briles? They had fifty-two rape allegations against him. Right, That's right, why they right. are against the program. That's why they okay. He got fired. Well, I'm gonna, he should have been fired. I'm going to back off with Jeff because you're still my boy, Jeff. Okay. My boy. But anyway, but now this this incident with the two players, I, I think a lot of the things that's come up about that, what I've got to listen to things because like, I drive for a living. i got to listen to some of the talk radio and the different broadcasting professionals and all that. Yep. But it's, you know, they, they both players. Unlike you know, us, the, the professionals. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I'm no, no, no. Hey, I love you guys. That's why <laughs> you guys are top notch. I can't, it's not a, it's not many days go by that I don't at least hear about a half hour of it, you know. So, but it's it's, it's the same player. She did the same thing in, in a previous game. So why not make that be a thuggish move? Because I think that's what we said. I think Keith Overman, he, he really pushed me to the limit when his comment about an idiot. I mean, she, the kid from Iowa did the same thing, basically the same thing the kid from LSU did. So, why not? Why are we not up in arms about that? But she did it, and you know this clearly says, clearly shows that she got ripped for it for her same gesture. 
Well, I think a lot of it was because nobody was watching the game when, you know, when the Iowa young lady did it. I mean, it was early yeah, in the tournament. Back, Everybody I, I was into this game, and so they were watching right. it. Now, I will say that, and she did it in her face a little bit. There was a little more facial involved there. But right. I, I'm right. with you. I, I didn't see any problem with it. I, if yeah, you want to do it's, that, it's, it's, I mean, she's doing the magic man, right? Now you see right, me, now right. you don't. That's it's from right. yeah, and and to and me, Daryl, I mean, knowing the the Iowa player and, and just the way that she talks smack, and yeah. I, there's no doubt that she's probably talking smack throughout that game. Caitlin Clark is one of the classic. Yes, and at, at doing that, and and I have no problem with LSU now doing it back the other way because to me, it's it's competitive in nature, like. I mean, you're playing it's for a karma. Damn, you're playing for a national title. Of yeah. course, I'm going to talk some right. smack and have some fun. And That's, you know, if somebody's probably jawing at me, and, and there's a lot of stuff that goes on on a field or a court, whatever. And Daryl, you know this. I mean, there's a lot of stuff being said that that nobody knows what's going on. Um, right. I mean, heck, BT Ryapel talks a lot of smack to people in the batter's That's box. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. That's what I was about to say because you, you, you my favorite sport and your favorite sport, I probably, but I know mine is baseball. You watch a pitcher, and he gets a you know a big time strike strikeout or a hitter, you know it, you can tell they join at each other. Yep. So it's that's two one another. So I just you know I just no. I it's like it's like when Ryapel did the finger wave to that guy in right field from where was he from? I did so long ago. Right. I don't remember Central what it was. Michigan. Yeah, and I wasn't real happy about it. I said no, you shouldn't be doing that. But then I then what? Jeff explained to me why it happened. And I went, oh yeah, it's okay. <laughs> well, the team that does it a lot in baseball is Tennessee. I mean, I watch them, and they they are they they are pretty monstrous when they. I don't think ass. Jeff wants to go to Knoxville. I really don't think you want to go. If you want to stay here, it's okay. Yeah, it's. It, I don't well, know. I, I know. I'm I'm going to get fired up. I think on the radio watching it is it. You it, it does it. it you got to be careful. It's almost at the Miami level to me. At least the I last time know, we were I there. Know your love for Miami. I, I know how much you love Miami. The Hurricanes. So. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, guys, I appreciate it. All right, Daryl, thank you. Yeah, they uh, Tennessee came back to win the third game of that series. So um, I was listening to Ben McDonald today on one of the radio shows, and, he, man, he, he was talking about Dylan Cruz. What's he hitting over 500? And yeah, for LSU. Of course, Florida's got two guys hitting over 400. But, yeah, I, I and, again, I, I didn't listen to any of the stuff today. I, I didn't see it live, and I just saw some of the pictures or different things people were talking about. And if that's all it was, if it was – two ladies and whether it was two guys, ladies, whatever it might be, if they're just jawing back and forth at each other, it's just fun. It's in the nature of the game. And my opinion, people got upset. And I, I will tell you this. I think most people that are upset probably haven't watched a ba- women's basketball game all year. And now they said, Hey, I'm going to watch the national title game because yeah. I got to see this Caitlin Clark and I got to see this uh, Kim Mulkey and see what she's going to wear. So they watched it and then they saw it kind of at the end and the pointing to her ring finger and everything like that, and I'm like, that, that's fine. If it was your player, you're you're fine you're with it. it. Yeah. Yes, I, I look if the, if this gets more people to watch women's basketball, great. Am I going to watch a midseason game? No, <laughs> but I w- I was very much into the uh, the Final Four for women's more more than the men probably. Although I did enjoy the Miami loss. Always. Anytime they lose is a good thing. Anytime we talk to Rick is good. Let's do it. What up, Rick? Yeah, hey, yeah, hey guys. Long time no talk. Yeah, good, uh, good, yeah, good, good deal. Um, 
you know, on the girls thing, you know, I, I actually kind of liked it. I mean, it's, I didn't have any problem with it. I liked it. Um, you know, but yeah, you know, if it, you know, she does it, you know, do it back. I, I had absolutely no problem with that whatsoever. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's like when Dikembe Mutombo would wave, wave, you know, try to shoot on him and he'd block it and he'd wave his finger. Yeah. It's just part of the game. What I didn't like, what I didn't like, was the technical they called on Caitlin Clark for throwing the ball yeah, behind her. Uh, that was ridiculous. And there was another play, and, and people, have, it's all over Twitter, where uh, Kim Mulkey is three feet on the court and runs into the official while trying to get her defense lined up. That, that's at least got to be a warning of some kind. Um, but I mean, the, the officials were bad in the game. But look, LSU was the best team. LSU found their mojo during the postseason. That's when you have to find it. Yep. Um, hey, uh, Jeff, the main thing I wanted to talk to you, um, Jeff, do you have any, any insight on Wyatt? Um, I just thought he had a tremendous uh, weekend. Of course, he, he got that one. Um, what, where do you think he is? Um, just you. What, he walked like eight there. times? Yeah. This week. Yeah, yeah, it was something like every time I looked up, he was on base. You know, yeah, I think I think Rick. After and... yesterday, if if you look at really twice now this season, the the very first couple of weeks for Langford, he didn't get off to a tremendous start. Everybody else right. was hot, and there was a lot of balls. And you know, obviously, I get to see every game and every pitch, so it's, mm-hmm. I'm fortunate and and be able to do this. But he hit probably seven or eight balls that were a mile high in the air or they were just out to an outfielder or even they pop up to a shortstop. And when you do that, I think especially the way he swings, it's like you're just missing it. Yeah, and yeah. if you look at all the metrics and everything else, like everything is there. It's just, just the launch ankle is a little off. And then yeah, that yeah. third weekend, he just started line drive, line drive, line drive. And it was really, really good. And he was go- on a tear. He was hitting 431 before he got hurt. So now it's reset again, basically. Yeah. And you could tell at Ole Miss that it just wasn't the same. He ran into a ball. He hit a homer to right field. But he didn't really look good all weekend. And then this weekend, sort of the same thing. Those first couple of games, he hit a couple of balls, just towering fly balls. And and I even remember saying it on the air. I said it's really similar to what we saw at the beginning of the year, and then he's going to get hot. So I think it's there. It's close. And then obviously he gets on base six times yesterday, has the three hits. But but the one thing that I did say, and maybe he had an earpiece in, and I'm not trying <laughs> to toot my own horn, but I just, I've just i seen every at-bat that Wyatt Langford's ever had. And I said last year Wyatt was swinging – at first pitch fastballs, and then nobody would give it to him. Now they're giving him first pitch fastballs, and he's just taking them. And I'm like sitting there, Wyatt, swing the damn bat, dude. So that that fourth at bat yesterday, he got a first pitch fastball, and he just destroyed a ball down the left field line. Third baseman didn't even react. It goes all the way to the corner. Then he has a double the next at bat, and then the homer in the next at bat. So I think it was just that one swing of swinging at a first pitch fastball that got him going again. So I, I do think he's back, and I think um, – Having him and Cags right there together and the year Rivera's having, gosh, I would want to face those three in a row. No way. No, I think there's also – I've noticed that, like, when the ball comes inside, I mean, obviously he's had surgery down there. Mm-hmm. And there, there there was a little flinch earlier when he first came back. There, it, wasn't a, it wasn't, like, noticeable, but there was a little flinch where, you know, and now I, I'm, I see, now I see him just – He's ready to he's go. He's back to normal. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, Jeff, and that was kind of if 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 he gets going, whew, you know, back to where he was, you know, like last year. That is going to be that that's going to be one of the best lineups that I can never remember in Gator history. I mean, you know, if that if that if that just keeps going. Yeah, well, but, they need, they may need it the way their their starting pitching's going. Yeah, in yeah, the SEC, I mean, you know, that was Auburn. You know, wait till these other guys come in. It, it's it's just going to be a whole lot of fun this year. And one other thing, Jeff, um, if you were pitching in that coach in the fifth inning, and that coach pulled you um, with a eight to three lead, if you were pitching, what would you have thought about that? God, you I, guys killed. I, it was. Butch Thompson. It's one of the dumbest decisions yeah. I've ever seen. I, I like, and I think Bush Thompson's a great coach, and he's gone to Omaha two of the last four years, and he's done a lot of great things with pitching staffs, but. What in the world are you thinking? Nobody it, could hit him. It made no sense to me whatsoever made, to to make Jeff, that move. That made no, Jeff. That made absolutely no sense whatsoever. And and, and look what happened afterwards. Yeah. I mean, you know, three, did not three go plays, well. You know, three yeah. three plays. You know, it, it was on. Well, you, know, you could you just, could see the pitcher. He just he saw the the pitching coach come out for the second time. So that means you have to pull him. And he just stood there and looked up into the sky for about 15 seconds. It wasn't and like then, he was tired or no. anything. Yeah. And the pitching coach gets out there, and he's still just looking up in the sky. So he's thinking, these, mm, 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 beep, 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 you know, all this stuff. Uh, I just, I, I would have been really upset. And and rightfully so. And maybe it cost the him the game. Maybe the transfer portal later. He's already transferred twice, so I doubt he'll do oh, it okay. again. <laughs> oh, and I also want to tell you, I was listening to the game. Y'all guys did a great job describing that whole you know the whole thing so uh great job cool thank you rick yeah thanks guys always good yeah appreciate you i was listening to the game as well and um you you lit him up you lit butch up a little bit which i don't blame you i was like when they came to take him out i was like thank god he's going out of the game didn't he have two outs in the inning already he did and i even i even asked because i was so perplexed by the change like i was like i need to ask sully about what he th- that was one of the questions I asked him, and of course he didn't throw him he under the bus. But, that, but yeah. Sully's thinking, yeah, what a freaking idiot! We won the game because he did yeah, that. Yeah, thank you. We'll take it. Now he would have had to pull him eventually. But, yeah, but uh, not in that spot. I and the Gators got I a few runs to come yeah. back. All right, we need our final break of the hour. We'll knock that out. If you got any questions or just want to chat, you can do it. Three nine two eight two five five. You're listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. Good afternoon. I'm Matthew Rothman. The Florida Gators baseball team will take on Bethune-Cookman on Tuesday. The Gators come in with a record of 24-5 after taking two out of three against Auburn during the weekend. Earlier today, the Florida football team revealed that their homecoming game for the 2023 season will be on October 7th against Vanderbilt. In Gators men's basketball, head coach Todd Golden announced the signing of graduate transfer EJ Jarvis. Jarvis earned second-team All-Ivy honors after averaging 11.4 points per game. Tonight, the UConn Huskies take on the San Diego State Aztecs in the men's basketball national championship game in Houston. The Huskies are looking for their fifth overall championship, while the Aztecs are seeking their first. Coverage of this game will begin at 7. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Rothman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. 
It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse, because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. IDC takes value to a whole new level next weekend. April 14th, 15th, and 16th. A three-day, multi-million dollar store-wide sale. Save up to 20% all wedding bands, eternity bands, thousands of engagement ring mountings, colored gemstones, fashion earrings, diamond pendants. You get up to an extra 20% off IDC's already super low price. It's incredible. Top designers are flying in for this with their entire collections all of it on sale special financing too april 14th 15th and 16th only at international diamond center at celebration point on approved credit the big screen screen. the atmospheric lighting the unbelievable sound there's only one place you could be uh yeah um, at my house? Oh, yes. Very nice. Get the home theater you have always dreamed of. Electronics World in Gainesville. Visit electronicsworld.net for more information. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the Internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With multi-gig speeds coming soon, it's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. Limited availability in select areas. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports. Every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. How about last weekend, or this past weekend, as we uh, wrap up hour number one? Jeff and Pat back here with you. It is uh, time to do something 
new, and we're going to uh, keep this up for a, uh, a really long time. Happy to have uh, Serve Pro of uh, Gainesville, Alachua County, a part of the uh, the radio show now. But you know, when when you look at the weekend and what Serve Pro does the best at and what they do, it's they want to do something like it never happened. So you get a flood and fire, and all these different things will come in there and they'll they'll clean it all up for you. So we're going to call this uh, what Gator cleaned up the best this weekend and i'll start okay i'll allow uh pat to uh, to come in and trump me because i'm sure he'll come up with something good but as bad as the gator pitching has been and i think we'll talk about it more in the the second hour at least the starters ryan slater was sensational yesterday you just you needed somebody the, the first five innings nobody had thrown up even a, a one, two, three inning, and a, you know zero nonetheless. Auburn's just scoring at will. You're throwing walking guys left and right, hitting guys, base hits, all these different things that are going on. And then all of a sudden, Slater comes in and gets a one, two, three inning in the sixth. I'm like, all right, here we go, little momentum back on the Gators' side. And then the Gators tied it in the sixth, and then the Gators took the lead after that and just kept going and going. It was like the old Energizer Bunny, and it's all because Ryan Slater. Just kept hanging zeros, and he was pumping his fist. He was into it. He was excited, and you know Slater's a guy that I think has a lot of great stuff, as evident by why he was the closer last year. Right. He just hasn't been able to put it all together. So hopefully, an outing like that against a pretty good offensive Auburn team will give him some confidence. So twelve up, twelve down. Slater really cleaned it up. He did clean just it like up. they do at Serve Pro. He cleaned up a mess left yeah. by the starters, and we we were talking earlier about how they're. The starters after Brandon Sproats one hit shutout against Alabama, mm-hmm. and their ERA is over nine. The starters mm. in the SEC since then, so he had to clean up. There was a mess to clean up, and he did a tremendous job doing that. And, and again, without Neely available, yeah, that, the day how before. huge was that? I mean, I, I agree with you on that one. I'm going to go with Bree Edwards, and the reason I go with her. And if you didn't watch this, and I know that you had to get ESPN Plus and my wife at one point was so frustrated she finally got her laptop out to watch on Friday night because it didn't come on ESPN Plus until it was like 20 minutes old. But anyway, we're watching it. We're into it. Uh, we love our gymnastics. And we're worried because Florida had two different gymnasts step out of bounds on the floor, and then they go to vault, and uh, I think it was Sloan Blakely – uh, fell literally fell on her butt out of bounds. So th- she got like a nine three or whatever. And so uh, at the last minute, I don't know if it was last minute or not because I don't know the specifics of it. But I I do know that the announcers said, oh, late substitution. Uh, instead of Victoria Wynn, they're going to go with uh, uh, Brie Edwards. And I I said, there's got to be a reason. The reason I would think is that she can give them the score they need. She's not going to give them a great score, but she'll give them the score they need. To be consistent. Yes, because she's really good at what she does. This is She's a vault expert. And she, and I, I she's running down the pathway, and I was like, I've never been so nervous in my life about a gymnastics event in, in my life. And I've been to the NCAA yeah. tournament that they won, that they won, barely won. Uh, and she nailed it. And she nailed it. I mean, I think she got a nine eight five, which is low, but not not. It was not too low. And they and Florida got in. If she steps out of bounds or does something bad or lands on her butt, 
they their season's over. Yeah. Done. So she stepped it up. So she cleaned it up. She did. She fixed the uh, the mess, and the Gators now will compete for a national title and hopefully get Trinity Thomas back. That is something we have to uh, to monitor, but would have been different if yeah. Trinity was there. But that was big. All right. It's a chance she'll be back. Yes. Let's put it that way. Hopefully so. Chance. Well, if, uh, chance. if the chance is ever bad and something uh, happens that you don't like, like one of those emergencies, then call up ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County. They provide 24-7 emergency water restoration and dry out. Fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and a whole bunch of other things. We'll take a break. We'll come back with another hour. You are listening to the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Your joints are talking to you, right? They're saying, hey, something's not right. You didn't listen because you thought the pain would go away in a week or two, but it's not going away. Football legend Emmett Smith knows you've got to listen to your body. Never ignore what it's telling you. And when it sends pain signals, don't wait. Get ahead. Stop it in its tracks with a visit to the nation's leader in joint pain relief. That's QC Kinetics. Yeah, they are way ahead of the curve in this pain treatment business. QC Kinetics says no to invasive surgeries and harsh drugs. They found a better, natural way to relief using your body's own healing properties that you were born with. And it takes place same day, right in the office during your appointment. No surgeries and no downtime. Before that pain goes next level, get ahead of it. Go see QC Kinetics. Stop it in its tracks. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. 
With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. No, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Hey, that's us. Welcome. Second hour. It is the tailgate. Happy to be here with you on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Lots going on. Lots to talk about. And if you would like to do so, you can. 392-8255. Kate is here. Taking all those phone calls today. And we can talk about Gator baseball or softball or gymnastics over the weekend. It's Masters Week. And if you've got a Masters pool or other stuff going on. Pat will give you some advice that you don't want to take. No. Just pick the opposite. You know, one year in the U.S. Open, I had a great selection. Of, it was I got in a pool. I think it was a Ballyhoo. And um, Victor Hovland, that was the year he got something in his eye and couldn't play. Remember that? I do. And I was like – and he was like my top pick. And he probably will win the Masters now. So pick him. <laughs> Unless I do, and then don't pick him. Yes. If I pick him, it'll be the wrong guy. I've already picked John Rahm. I've already said that. I, it's my guy to, for this one. But you don't think any of the live guys would win and just then poo-poo on the PGA Tour? Oh, say, did, did you hear what Greg Norman said? Mm-mm. All right, so if a live guy wins, everybody that's on the live tour is going to hang around and storm the green. No, really? Yeah, that's what he said. Wow. I said, you know where you're at. The place where you couldn't win, first of all. <laughs> Choking dog. Should have won. Oh, my God. 96 yeah. was the ultimate. And I'm I'm sitting there. I just got selected. I don't want to say selected because it was just luck. Chosen. Chosen to play the, the following Monday. And all I'm thinking is just get this over with. Just get it over with. Nobody <laughs> cares. Monday is the day that matters when I get to play. But then I'm sitting there watching it. And I was a big Norman guy. I was a huge Greg Norman fan. Not anymore. Can't stand him. I'm Costanza. Can't stand ya. <laughs> Not my favorite guy. I like him. He was nice to me back in the day when I was in high school. So I think he was a nice person. There was yeah. a, He was a good person, I guess. Money got him? I don't know what got him. Well, I would probably change a little bit for... $50 million wouldn't be as nice. I, it's like that's people song. have asked me that question. I ain't as good as I once was. If you, if you, if somebody came to you and said, Hey, I'll give you $10 million 
and you have to renounce all everything you believe in, would I do it? Probably. <laughs> I mean, I probably would. Yeah. I mean, that it's hard to – and again, I will say this. Golfers are the least political people yeah. in the world. Agreed. Of all any athletes, they have no politics. They they have it privately, but they don't they don't want to mess up with sponsors. They don't want to get in, in somebody's way. Um, so the fact that golfers would do this doesn't surprise me. Yes. Well, we know that uh, Copper Gator would probably sell his soul for like a hundred bucks. He'd be a Phillies fan if you just gave him a C note instead of uh, uh, a Braves guy, right? Oh, please. There's, there's there's, no way. You just give me an opportunity to play in the dually. I'll give you whatever you need. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll get you in. No. No, I'm I'm on there. I'm I'm playing, so I'm excited about it. It's going to be a good tournament, man. I'm excited you're doing it again this year after all your retirement talks. you got another five good years left in you, Pat. Easily. We'll see. <laughs> hey, you know what's going to happen at the end of this tournament. You know what's going to I'm going to say. This was it. This was yeah. it. The last one. <laughs> oh, this was a, yeah. The 28. You'll have the – I started. Yeah, I think I started doing that after number fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've been to three separate venues since then. So, uh, needless to say, the uh, I was calling fellows is, and maybe you've already talked about it. I don't know. I just I just turned the show on and started listening. But did they give a reason why BT was called out early in the second or middle of the second game? On yeah. was it pitch clock? Eric, was it a pitch clock violation? He didn't get into the box enough and quick enough. He was yes. in, and then he stepped out for some reason. But it almost looked like he thought the third he base thought umpire. thought they reset the clock. And the third base umpire well, made a call or something. He he looked right down the line at him. Yeah, yeah it was weird. Well, it was weird because it was, a, it was a wild pitch, and he blocked it up, and he gave him time to get it back to the pitcher. And I know the clock resets as soon as he catches the ball to start the process. Yep. But the catcher made no attempt to get back to the – in the, in the sitting position in any hurry there. And for that to happen on the third strike to any inning was, I think it's the first time I've ever seen it live. Imagine this, and, and Nick Belmonte brought this up on TV, Jeff. Imagine if we're watching the College World Series and it comes in, it's 3-2, bases loaded, 4-3 game, and a guy didn't get in the box fast enough they call him out. That will be the end of that role. I can tell you that. <laughs> I'm not against the rule, and I'm not against the time. It was still, you know, at three hours and forty-five on Sunday, you know. So it's 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 been a you know nice to be speeded up a little bit, but I just in certain circumstances like that one right there, where there's definitely some confusion about umpires making decisions, and these guys weren't the greatest this weekend. And I, I know you guys can't talk about it too much, but you we know, can talk about it all you want. I, I can't. <laughs> me, yeah, me, me and you can't, Pat. We'll just leave we'll leave Jeff to be quiet for a second. But man, I'll give him hand signals. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, mostly, afraid of what one of them is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, Copper Gator, the the time thing is interesting, and you know, as we talk about umpires, and and I know there's a lot of people that want to criticize them, but I in I guess in the the way that it's supposed to work, and and I I talked to a guy that's a major league umpire the other day, and he was told, or he told me that what they were told the beginning of the year and enforcing all these rules. And then the example he used was like, if you're going like you're, you're going down Millhopper road, you know what speed limit is on Millhopper road? Uh, we'll guess 35. Uh, 45. It's 40, 45. 40, 40. Yeah. So yeah. you guys are right there. But, but if you're drinking a 40 at the same well, then time, you got a problem. problem. <laughs> but 
He's got to watch out for those trees. They they were told basically every umpire to act like you're a cop, and everybody is going forty one, and you pull them over. Like they're supposed to enforce every little thing of every little rule to make it be known at the beginning, so they're at looking the out for it. I was going to say at yes. the beginning. Yes. So they're being really strict on purpose, and then I think as we go throughout the year, they'll understand that. Man, this is stupid. We like, are three series into the. We're SEC not gonna. Shit. We're not gonna call this, or we're not gonna do this, or it's it's got some room for leniency. But I think at the beginning here, at least at the major league level, and I think it trickles into college too, probably the same. But it's to to make sure everything is called so they can try to to separate some of this stuff and let everybody be known this is what the rules are. Right, and, and I'm good with, and that's the thing is I'm good if that's what they've decided. Like like when the preseason, like I said, the early series. They'd have to go into the tunnel, and then they'd get the call from whoever, and it would take five minutes. I love that now that the call goes into Birmingham. Absolutely, and series, yeah. And the guy gets it on that field, and he goes, okay, call stands. But if we're going to go to the nines on pitch clock and these things, and Jeff, you and you and Steve were there going, that ball hit him. How are we – it benefited us because he get the strikeout on the next pitch. But who's looking at that to make that call and go, this is a 100% reversible call, and yet – it didn't get changed on the field. I know. I I don't know. I, yeah. There's there's been several like that, but then again, I that that's why. And if we we've seen so many now, it's whatever the call on the field is. I think you're probably like ninety five percent. It's going to stay that unless it's so blatant. There's some that seem obvious, but there's just not that exact camera angle or when you yeah. slow it down enough to sh- completely show it. It's like the replay has to be definitive. So yeah. if, if yeah. it's if it's not night and day that it's over, and and you have to listen to the verbiage too, because if it says call stands, then that means they just didn't see it, or they know that okay, well, it's just that's going to be what the call is. But if it says overturned or confirmed, then they actually saw it, and then they were able to do something about it. Well, and I think I think maybe that's why it's harder to, to swallow a little bit, you know. You know, is that when I've watched football and I'm and I've been stuck with a replay for football for what the last ten years now yep. or whatever it's been out there, and it's then it seems like it's the total opposite for reviews in football. Like they try to find why it wasn't a catch or why it was pass interference or did the ball touch the ground or and it seems more calls are overturned there where baseball it's like, hey, if I don't see that you beat the runner or like. It, it hit you like we're just going to let it go like we're we're going to let those guys decide and that's what it is and we're we're not going to change anything unless it's just blatantly wrong. Well, the great thing is I and you you said it earlier, Copygator, the way they don't even leave the field, they just stand there and wait for the Birmingham to make that call. I the I remember the frustration. You'd score a touchdown on one end of the field and they would go, we got to they'd buzz down. We're not sure he got in, and the referee would have to run like eighty <laughs> yards yeah. back to the to the where the thing was, so he could look at it. I, I mean, you've got to find a way to speed up. If you you can't speed up the pitcher and not speed up the umpires, yeah. you got to do both. Yeah, and yeah, and and the last thing before I go is you know, I, it's hard to watch a guy with Sproat's talent Friday night just not have it. Like like he, he he's a He's got the potential to be, you know, he's going to probably be a first-round draft pick in my mind. But to just not have it and be all over the place and give up a two-run homer and then give up six, I know three were his because someone came in and then, you know, they let him get on there. But, you know, you just think that, like, you're, that's never going to happen for a guy of his caliber and movement and speed that that's going to happen. And, and 
to put a team in the hole eight runs early on in the series and for them to come back, the, the back end of that bullpen, Nesbitt shut them down and only give up two runs the rest of the game was a great job by them. And then to come to take the series is all the credit to the rest of the team. But he's got to be better and, and get us more innings if we're going to have any any look for the rest of the season with Tennessee coming up and then Bandy the last season series. So we'll talk to you guys later and go Gators. All right, Copper Gator, thank you. Yeah, I mean, Tennessee's going to be tough, obviously, but um, I looked up all these stats today, and I mentioned earlier that in the last seven games in the SEC, the starters' ERA is over nine. They've also had 32 walks in those seven yeah, that's games. That's the problem. Yeah, and 32 walks is six hit batters. So there's 38 people that didn't even have to work for it. Yeah, a guy walked in golf course today and just starts – asking me and, and just the more that he talked I finally just stopped him and I said listen like you're at the division one level at the University of Florida or at Auburn like you're at an SEC school throw strikes yeah like how do you not throw strikes but then I sit there and I then afterwards when I was done with the conversation thinking it was that simple because I, I don't know I guess it's hard for me because I feel like I didn't have a problem throwing strikes when I needed to like, that's what you do. All you do is throw bullpens and hit fungos and shag balls. So your job is to throw strikes. Like, it's not that hard. Well, I mean, So when I see somebody yeah. miss a free throw, you, you just shot 100 free throws in practice. Like, why can't you make a free throw? It's not that hard. Like, this is what your job is. But then we'll watch the Masters this weekend, and somebody will chunk a shot. And how did you? that's all you do is hit balls. How do you not do it? I mean, so I know you're not going to always be on top or have the greatest days. But it does seem, I think maybe it's now with the velocity and, and everything that's going on, it, yeah. that people just, they don't worry about throwing strikes or it's not perfected anymore because it's just about trying to throw it as hard as you can up there. They all could take a lesson from the great one. Greg Maddox. Exactly. And that he was a hard thrower early. And then he realized, no, nah, that's not the way for me. I, I can't throw that hard. The way for me to get people out is to move the ball, throw strikes, mm -hmm. throw those less than two inning, two uh, hour games. You know, my dad just called him the surgeon, and he was unbelievable. And he went, he was throwing like what ninety miles an hour. I mean, it wasn't like he was blowing it by anybody, but movement and and just throwing strikes was the main thing. You know, you would think guys. I, I think the other problem is, and because of the velocity that these guys have, is that if you can time them up, the ball's going to go a long way. Mm -hmm. So they're afraid sometimes that they'll strike because if you time it up, now all of a sudden it's you know it's a long ball and it's on yeah. Sports Center. I would rather throw it ninety one or ninety two on the corner than ninety six, ninety seven down the middle of the plate. Yeah, because they're going to barrel up middle of the plate. But if you spot it on the corner. They're probably not going to be able to leave the yard with it. And since Jeff can't talk about umpires, I will say this: sometimes throwing a strike's not good enough, mm -hmm. <laughs> and still end up walking people. Oh my God! There was some yesterday that I just about lost my mind over. But you're an employee, so I will be good. <laughs> All right, let's get a break. If you want to call, you can three nine two eight two five five. You are listening to the tailgate. <laughs> Trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. 
Good afternoon. I'm Matthew Rothman. The Florida Gators baseball team will take on Bethune-Cookman on Tuesday. The Gators come in with a record of 24-5 after taking 2 out of 3 against Auburn during the weekend. Earlier today, the Florida football team revealed that their matchup against Vanderbilt on October 7th will be the homecoming game. In Gators men's basketball, head coach Todd Golden announced the signing of graduate transfer EJ Jarvis from Yale. Jarvis made the All-Ivy second team after averaging 11.4 points and 5.5 rebounds per game. Tonight, the UConn Huskies take on the San Diego State Aztecs in the Men's Basketball National Championship game in Houston. The Huskies are looking for their fifth overall championship, while the Aztecs are seeking their first ever. Coverage of this game will begin at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Roth. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. The calendar has turned, and it's time to start planning the annual carnival dressed up as a charity golf tournament known as the Bob Dooley Invitational. Leonardo's is proud to once again be a title sponsor of the funnest event in Gainesville. When you eat at Leonardo's, your money stays in town, and thanks to the support of the tailgate listeners, we're able to continue to make a positive impact in the community. Leonardo's Millhopper is Gainesville's iconic restaurant. Did you say funnest? Hey, just like our garlic butter, I was on a roll. <laughs> All right, guys, listen up. We know lots of things about sports, beer, and some things we can't say on the radio, but one thing I'll admit that I don't know much about is jewelry. But ladies love jewelry, so over the years I've acted like I'm a pro when in reality I've let Oaks Jewelry do all the work. Now, there's always that time of year that needs to be celebrated or that time of year when, of course, you're in the doghouse. And either way, Oaks Jewelry's got you. They've got a huge inventory on anything imaginable. So many beautiful things she'll look amazing in, and you don't have to do a thing. They'll wrap it, put it in a bag with a bow, and you'll know that she's going to think you're the greatest guy on the planet. Folks, it doesn't get any easier. Oaks Jewelry does all the work. You get all the credit. It's your special somebody. She's worth it. And something special from Oaks Jewelry is what she really wants. Check them out right across the street from the Oaks Mall on Newberry Road in Gainesville. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
And now, more of The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back. Good to be here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. It is our second hour brought to you by Meldon Law. They won't back down because you were playing golf Sunday. You didn't see the Meldon family. It was Carrie and Jeffrey. I, I've seen it on Twitter. Yeah, they yeah. went out and threw out the first pitch at the Condren Ballpark. Youngster was better than Oldster. So Carrie, uh, Jeffrey just one-hopped it. I think he was trying to throw like the little splitty. And it like Waldrop has, and he just got it down in the dirt a little bit. But it was good. They were both good efforts. So it was it was fun to see those guys out there getting after it. So what would you throw if if they asked you to throw out the first pitch? Like I can't imagine they would because you're obviously doing radio. But this just say that in the later years of your life, yeah, they said to honor the great Jeff Cardoza, we am he's throwing out the first pitch. Would you just so heat? Just come a little sidearm? Yeah, four-seamer. So it doesn't get away from me, and you try to throw a strike. I would throw an EFIS pitch. I'd be so afraid of blowing my knee out. Really? Because, you know, you never – nobody ever throws a ball from a mound, you know, unless they're a pitcher. They pitch. So So then coming downhill, you'd hurt it? I I would, probably. (laughs) So I would throw an EFIS. Be fun to see. Nuxy. I would would knuckleball it. And throw it up there. Nice. And you know what? Nobody would be able to hit it. That's very true. They would not. Well, Chan hit us up on the phone, so let's chat with him. Howdy, sir. Hey, guys. How doing? We're doing great. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm excited about Masters this week. We have a lot of my fellow fellow men playing, and I look forward to watching uh, all the guys uh, that are coming over and making an impact on on tournament. You mean from the live tour? Uh, no, all around. Uh, you know, we have good guys in Korea. Uh, oh, yeah. Thailand. Yeah, just uh, just go all the way around. I wonder, you know, to, uh, Jeff, I think, Phil, what did Phil, what you thought about the Asians coming over and playing with competing with the strong Americans? I think they're very good. They're from a young age, they've basically the women's gone theory, to school yeah. and done their thing, and they can compete very good, just like uh, they do over here. Although I will say this: a lot of times we look at uh, like the the women that were playing that women's amateur, but they were both they were Asian uh, Americans. But they I, were, I know, I know, I know. Ask you, Deuce. I knew that was coming. I knew it was. Co- I knew. I told Jeff, put your finger on the button. I know where, what's going on here. Um, but no, it, it, that was fun to watch, though. Uh, that girl, uh, Rose Zhang is her name, and she played at Stanford, and she's won everything. She's won the U.S. Amateur, everything. And she was amazing in that tournament and uh, went to sudden death, and uh, she beat a bulldog yeah. in the end. So that Which was is good. good. But I mean, she, heck, look who just won the World Baseball Classic. She hit it left on 10, and I, you hit it left on 10, you might as well just pick your ball up and go home. I, Having played the course, 
Although I didn't hit it left on 10. I hit it right. I was afraid of going left on 10. That's where Rory hit it, if you mm-hmm. remember. The year he had a huge lead going to the 10th hole, and he pulled it left into the cabins. And, um, yeah, he uh, – I'd love to see him win. I, that, that would mean a lot to me. That would be almost well, who's, Gators who, winning a national championship. Who's game. the biggest name on, on the live that's in it? Is Cameron Smith, probably. Well, Dustin Johnson, in he's, in he's, he's in it. Um, I would say he's a bigger name than Cameron Smith. He is, but Cameron Smith's a better threat. And I think Dustin Johnson is playing on that tour because he's like, now nah, I don't have to care. Yeah, Cameron Smith true. still cares. He, he makes a yeah. big deal to him. Um, what if it was Rory and DeChambeau in the final pairing? It'd be pretty fun. Uh, uh, here's the thing you can do. You can go and you can just cut off the uh, the Achilles heel and he he won't be able to have a backswing. It'll be great. That's all you have to do. Just cut the Achilles. That's all you have to do. I'll go do it if he wants me to. He's not my favorite player, as you know. Why? Because you can't hit it as far as him? I just don't like him. So, I, look, I've got a – my problem is I negative root too much. Mm-hmm. And I told myself that the other night. I think it was after Miami won to go to the Final Four. I said, maybe, Pat, you need to quit negative rooting so much. Yeah, why are you so negative? You just leave, leave, you open yourself up for more disappointment. Like, if you don't care and you just watch a game, let it wash over you. Like tonight, I'm going to let it wash over me, the game. I'm just going to watch the game and <laughs> just enjoy the game. I'm not going to root for anybody. And that's kind of freeing in a way. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever well at the at the major league level or the NFL level, I don't think I've ever negative rooted for like just say like when Pat Burrow became a Phil, excuse me, a Philadelphia Philly, like I didn't root for the Phillies to lose because Burrow was on the team, but I didn't like him when he was at Miami, of course. No. So I guess it would be but equivalent to face him too. Like so I I guess that in that situation, if I disliked DeChambeau now, then I wouldn't like him on the live tour, but I really like Dustin Johnson just because on the live tour doesn't mean that I'm not going to root for him. No, I would, I'm not rooting for anybody on the live. See, see, that's where we're different. Like, I don't, I mean, to me, that's. I'll, I'll, I'll be doing a lot of negative rooting this week. I promise you that. And, okay. and, but you're right. I mean, I'm, I'm an old man. I need to quit being, so, being negative. so negative. So, like, there's nothing you can do about it. So, when I'm watching, um, LSU Tennessee and I was negative rooting both teams this weekend. I did watch a little bit of that. Are you playing for like a lightning strike to hit I know, the middle I know, of the field? Yeah. What? What? How am I going to have a good enjoy this? So finally, I just went. Nah, turn it off. Yeah. Quit watching it. Um. But then I usually root against the team that's at home <laughs> because I want their fans to be more disappointed. <laughs> it's a sad, sad case that I have. Maybe, maybe, maybe that'll be the. Next year's New Year's resolution. No, you can make it. You don't have to make it on New Year's. You can make it today. Maybe okay. I'll quit negative rooting. How All about right. that? I mean, Miami's done, right? I got nobody negative root in basketball for another year. Maybe I won't buy any more T-shirts for the team that knocks Kentucky out. Maybe I'll start just watching the game and enjoying it. Tough to do. 
It is. Just it cold is turkey. Me. Just I like kind of was. I kind of was brought up in that. Not by my dad, not but by Robbie and Tim Andrew. They brought me into the negative rooting world. And and Tim Andrew is a commissioner of negative rooting clubs. So, <laughs> I made it work. All right, we need another break, so we'll knock that out. Come back with more of your phone calls. 392-8255, the number for our Titan MRI hotline. You're listening to The Tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands, and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 124-9384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. The potential for some storms exists through the early evening, especially north of Gainesville. Looks for the potential for some stronger cells are even possible as well, mainly with damaging winds and hail. We'll be keeping a close eye on those storms. Should diminish, though, as we lose the heating of the day. We'll see partly to mostly cloudy skies over next night with areas of fog developing by tomorrow morning. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the, 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 the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. The best player in basketball is Giannis. It doesn't mean he wins the MVP, but he already got his. And now it feels like it's Embiid's turn. And it feels like that. Giannis has graduated to the point he's like Patrick Mahomes. 
Well, you expect him to be great. LeBron got to that level. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98, 1FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Hi, are you a Mississippi queen is a question we all have. Going into the final half hour of the tailgate here on WRUF tomorrow, Jeff will be at the ballpark for the Bethune Cookman game, and Ooh. I'll uh, I'll do the second hour by myself. And then Wednesday, uh, dose a little bit of Robbie in your life, a little bit of Robbie comes. Yeah, I'll be on an airplane strife. heading to Rainy, Knoxville. Maybe I'll really? see the cattlemen up there. Yeah, it's supposed to apparently be really bad Wednesday, Thursday, and still even like sixty percent chance on a, Friday. Uh, that's an eight o'clock start. So. Late, late start. Yeah. Oh, you got to you got to take a nap when you get up. <laughs> I know you when you you those eight o'clock games. All of a sudden, you're gonna be it's gonna be like eleven thirty, and you're gonna go, and there's another pitch in the dirt. <laughs> there we go. All right, let's get uh, back to the phones. Porter joins us next. Porter, what's up? Hey, guys, how we doing? Good. Um, first of all, I want to say, man, I love the, the way the game worked out uh, uh, Sunday. I had to, I had to, at some point in the next several days, I had to go out and cover a route in the sticks. So I chose Sunday so I could listen to the Gator game as I traipsed around Newberry, Archer, and Bronson. So a long game was perfect for me. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, when you were when you were talking about the uh, the serve pro. You know, Gator of the Week. My first thought was was Slater, and um, I was uh, I was joking with Pete about it. Can you get a win and a save? Because like you, uh, and I, it, was, it was you know tongue in cheek joke, but then I got to thinking, about, really, you should because he he got the win, but it was a separate act to come in there and and do the save in you know, three extra innings. He, he he by the rules he qualified, but he didn't. You know, he wasn't the new pitcher, but um, he certainly deserved it if he could. Uh, it was it was yeah. much needed for sure. Good to see. Oh, ab- absolutely. Um, let me ask you one thing. Oh, you were talking about Maddox earlier. I can't remember who said it. it might have been Tony Gwynn, but um, he said you, know, you may get a hit off off Maddox. You know, first pitch. But no matter what, you know, you'll never see that pitch in that spot again. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was the amazing thing about him. And again, I I do appreciate all the umpires who gave Maddox and Glavendy way off the plate strikes uh, during those that time. But the ball would move so much. And we saw it just the other night, other day with uh, yesterday with uh, uh, Florida pitchers where the ball would look like a strike. And literally, I was watching it on TV, this, the late part of it. I listened to you for the, probably the first six innings and then watched it on TV in the late part. And Sean Kelly was like, and there's a strike. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> because um, you gotta, but you got to play around that. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it was – Maddox was unique. I think he's I think he's the most unique pitcher in the history of baseball. I really do. I don't think anybody threw softer and got more people out. 
and quick, well, he, faster. He, he, would throw, he would throw 90, and at that point, 90 wasn't, you know, wasn't like it is today, you know. But um, he, he, he do a lot of 87 mile an hour fastballs too. Glavin, so he throws a change up just off the plate, ball. And he said, okay, damn it. And he'd throw it there again. Eventually, the <laughs> gets tired of calling balls. <laughs> yeah, and if it was uh, if it was uh, Eric Gregg, you never knew. You could you could just throw the ball, you know, over over somebody's head and be a strike. I'll never give up that Levon Hernandez game. As long there's two things I'll never give up: that Levon Hernandez playoff game yeah. where Eric Gregg ruined it for me, and Rex Grossman not winning the Heisman. I will never give those two things up. It's fair. Where's Where's uh, David Justice being thrown off first base uh, against the? Actually, it was uh, Ron Gant, I think. Yeah. Was it Ron? I thought it was David Justice. Yeah, anyway, no, Herbeck was, picked him up and threw him yeah, off Herbeck, the base. Herbeck, Herbeck. Yeah. All right, man. Join the show. Go Gators. All right, Take Porter. Him. Thank you. No, I won't give that up, but I, you know, we still would could have won. I mean, that was not. Yeah. It was. That was nuts for sure. Cattleman, what's up, Mikey? Another Monday. Another basketball season about in the books. Another cattle call, guys. Did you have a good weekend? It was a good weekend, for sure. Hey, guys, I want to go a little golf, baseball with you, and then one question about UConn. Uh, thanks, guys, for being my resource on golf and baseball, two of my weaker sports subjects. Yeah, no problem. Just two? Hey, uh, Pat, Pat, I'll start with you on golf. Uh, here comes the Masters. Every sports fan watches that, of course. I got to thinking over the weekend, I had some family in from the West Coast out on the lake, and we had the golf phone, and I got thinking, boy, I bet old Pat would be proud of me today. I was sitting there watching my favorite tour, the live tour, rooting for my favorite golfer, Pat Reed. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually flipped it on for a minute because it was just on the rotation, you know, going down the, the line. I, I still can't get over the shorts and music. I, it, it, even if it was great golf and it's not great golf, um, yeah, so I was not proud of you. Yeah, if, if I would have gone, if I I would have gone, it's, they were down in Orlando, and it was the uh, the place where they hold the the PGA show, like on the driving range there. Well, what course is it called? It was called nobody. I, orange, 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 orange County, County National. National. Yes, oh, Orange yeah, County National. Oh yeah, it's a good National. course. Yeah. Uh, you know, guys, um, I can't figure out the team scoring. I know it looks to me like no, nobody can. Point. Nobody has any idea yeah, yeah. what they're talking about. Uh, yeah, but for newer, younger people, though, I'm, I'm guessing it's a little bit of a cross between golf and Top Golf. So I'm sure it's probably something along those lines. Yeah, I don't think hey, people are staying home to watch watch it. Yeah, well, and by the way, speaking of that course, are y'all in a drought down there for Orlando? Kind of looking a little dead. Oh, we haven't had much rain. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's struggling a little bit down here. Yeah. Uh, yo, didn't fertilizer pr- uh, prices skyrocket during the pandemic, Jeff? Are y'all able to get the fertilizer out and all that stuff? Now, but yeah, not as much before, for sure. And by the way, one other thing on golf real quick, Pat. How do you think Pat Reed's chances are at the Masters? I think he pretty, played pretty well this past uh, week. You think he's a he's a, a threat? I can I literally can go up there and cut the hamstring uh, if, if they need me to. He but. is uh, odds-wise plus 8,000. Right behind Louis Oosthuizen. Louis Oosthuizen. Yeah, so, I, mean, I didn't know he was still I, playing. Okay, so plus eight thousand for mostly that means eight to one, right? Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't done a whole Damn. lot lately, um, and I don't know what I. I. It's funny because like the five minutes I watched of the live tour, Patrick Reed made a putt, and it just there just wasn't a lot of enthusiasm. I. I don't. I think there's a lot of guys, and I'm not saying all of them, but I'm saying there's a lot of guys over there that are just playing golf and cashing a check and whether they win or not doesn't matter. Yeah. So now it's going to be interesting. Could they be more competitive in a 
major tournament. That's going to be interesting to watch. Who is the Masters favorite, by the way? Scotty Scheffler. Uh, the guy that won are it you last sure? Year. Are you sure? Because I, I thought it was. Uh, well, I think Rom was. I thought McElroy and then Rom. Scheffler, McElroy, then Rom. Well, the, like, the odds have changed then. Okay. Moving on quickly here, guys. Baseball, Jeff. Um, how did these uh, Thursday through Saturday series, as opposed to Friday through Sunday series, get figured out? Is that just from the league, or how oh, does that go? It's from ESPN. Yeah, the, you, it, the premise was when it first started was to have one Thursday night game and then everything else would be Friday, Saturday, Sunday so you could get that started. But now they've trickled in because of more stations and obviously having plus, now they'll do a couple. Don't you think But that it's supposed to be, yes, the, the best game of the week is always that Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Don't you think Saturday. you as a coach would kind of like uh, that sometimes just because you're done Sunday? Yeah, you get Sunday yeah. off. So, so that's a combo between the conference office and ESPN, and the TV and conference office. Every, everything is about the network. It's it's more yeah. so the TV yeah. than than anything else. They run. Did, they, they, it's their world. We're just living in it. Do they line that up before the season starts? Or they, do. they do. Yeah. That together. Okay, so it's not like a week to week thing. Or Correct. Yeah, they don't have a uh, like the NFL like where a they flex can, game. Yeah, flex movement. games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And of course, uh, I believe uh, seven of the top eleven teams in America on ESPN are SEC baseball teams. That's pretty strong, isn't it? They're very good. It's it's a tough line. And and I know you want to talk, but the the weirdest thing out of all of it, LSU right now is fifth in the SEC, yet number one in the country. So that's baseball yeah. polls well, for you. Yeah, Florida's third and fourth. Yeah, <laughs> third in the in the country and fourth in their own division. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, you poo-pooed that LSU stadium a little bit when I asked my stadium question. It's pretty strong. I, I like that stucco stuff, but that's just me. Hey, last thing, guys, and I'll take it off air. How does UConn do this? I know with Jay Wright, you get a good coach. It's In Jay Wright, wasn't he a UConn grad or something like that alum? I believe I, I believe that's correct. But I believe UConn's going for their fifth national championship uh, and under potentially a third he, different head coach. The last guy got in trouble for – got in the NCAA doghouse. Got a, got Jim Calhoun, board. yeah. I, no, no, no. The guy after him, the oh, second uh, guy got. Uh, yeah. Um, a, God, I can't think of his name. Ali. Kevin, Kevin Ali. Kevin Ali, yeah. yeah. He beat Florida, yeah. He's, yeah. The, yeah, he's in the G League. He got he got caught pre-COVID for uh, under the old rules for cheating. But that's pretty something. Uh, three coaches potentially winning a national title over the span of 15, 20 years. I, I mean, outside of, I believe, Jay Wright is a UConn alum, so that's kind of well, a Jay Wright. Deal. Jay Wright has nothing to do with it. I don't know. Well, I mean, he was a he, he won Jay Wright won he was UConn for a lot of that. I mean, no, no, it's no, Jim he, Jim Calhoun. Jim Calhoun. No, Jay oh, Wright was at Villanova. All yes. the time. Yeah, yeah, Villanova. Yeah, my father. I'm thinking Villanova. There, excuse me. Well, yeah. here's the amazing thing, Cattleman. Believe me, I've been to Stores, Connecticut. I don't know how they could recruit anybody I there. Spent a summer there, and yet they they have won how many basketball championships and how and 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 how many women's basketball championships. It's amazing because. It is one of the most desolate places in the world, but some reason people like to come there and play. Well, well my question is, and I'll clear it out with this guy, is where do they get the money? I mean, it's not like the Big East has a big TV network. I mean, I assume they get something out of Fox, but I can't imagine an SEC school couldn't go uh, you know, pick off any coach they wanted up there. How do they get the money to, to win at that high level when it comes to basketball and enjoy the game tonight? I Thank can't you. explain. I, I was watching – I think I was watching the the Miami UConn game, and I was like, I I still don't understand. I I know how good UConn is, I know how good that team is. I've watched them play; they're they're great. I think they're the best team in the country, and I think they'll show it tonight. But I still cannot explain that when people ask me about that, like he just did, why they're so good 
when there's nothing there. There's no restaurants or bars in Stores, Connecticut. <laughs> there aren't. I know. I was uh, it's there for un- the whole summer. It's unbelievable. And I know that, um, what's it, uh, what's right near it? Um, it's like 30 miles away, the main city. Uh, they play a lot of their games there. I, some reason I'm blanking. Hartford? That. Hartford, yeah. It's like 30, yeah. 30 miles away. That's not good enough, you know. Then again, with what they're doing to Midtown and Gainesville, maybe we're going to be right there with them. <laughs> maybe so. I'm no apartments. No, I mean just apartments. Just apartments. No, uh, no fun spots. No, no fun spots. I was I was looking at the odds, and it's, these are always fascinating. But when in a world would you think that Jason Cockrack would be a bigger favorite <clears throat> to win the Masters than Phil Mickelson? Or Seamus Power. Seamus, but go ahead. I know. <laughs> I was just making Seamus. a joke. I thought but you were all these the, names, uh, like, I mean, people that obviously nobody's heard of these. some of these guys. I've heard of Jason Well, Conrad. I know you have, and I have too, but Sepp Straka, like all these guys He's are really favored good. more than Phil Mickelson to win the Masters this I year. I think people have forgotten Phil Mickelson's even alive. I know. He's vanished. He really has. I mean... And again, he went kind of undercover after all the criticism he got. Um, I've never rooted against him at a Masters. It'll be the first time ever. I've always been huge fan, like I was with Greg Norman. The LIV has just turned me off. And it, it, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying I don't. I'm not gonna root for their guys. I'm gonna root against them. Okay. Well, the three... I'm going to root again. Is Seamus... What is it? Seamus Power? Is that what you said? Yes, Power. Is he... Uh, I don't even know what Tory's on. Couldn't tell you. The least three favorites, I guess the, the ones with the lowest to win, Larry Mize. Don't like his chances. No. <laughs> Jose Maria Olafable. He's 100 years old. Yes, and Sandy Lyle. I was at wondering if Sandy Lyle was playing He again. is going to play. He hadn't gotten a letter yet. No. <laughs> I remember when they started sending those letters out. They yeah. Were, because Bianchi um, went up to Doug Ford. Bianchi decided, again, Bianchi's always writing Bianchi columns, right? Mm-hmm. And he went up to, uh, he decided to do a column on the guys that are playing that shouldn't be playing. This is probably 15, 20 years ago. And Doug Ford, he asked Doug Ford, he goes, why do you keep playing in this event? And he goes, because I won the damn thing. <laughs> and so he goes, there's my lead quote. Yeah. I'm gold on this now. I won the damn thing. Yep. But he did. But he won it when he was like, you know, back in the 30s. Yeah. You don't need them out there trekking around. Uh, Sandy Lyle still, every once in a while, it feels like he shoots like 71 in the first round. And you're like, oh. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. But then he, you know. He usually makes a cut, though. Billy Horschel, 125 to 1. Do not bet on him. He never plays well. Never plays well. Uh, That's better than Sergio Garcia's odds. I didn't even know he was still playing golf. He is. Is he on the live tour? Yeah. Pretty sure. I didn't even even know he was still competitive. All right. We got to get our final break. We'll knock that out, come back, and wrap things up here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
Good afternoon. I'm Matthew Rothman. The Florida Gators baseball team will take on Bethune-Cookman on Tuesday. The Gators come in with a record of 24-5 after taking two out of three against Auburn during the weekend. This morning, the Florida football team announced that they will host their homecoming game on October 7th against Vanderbilt. In Gators men's basketball, head coach Todd Golden announced the transfer of EJ Jarvis from Yale. Jarvis earned second-team All-Ivy honors after averaging 11.4 points and 5.5 rebounds per game. Tonight, the Yukon Huskies take on the San Diego State Aztecs in the Men's Basketball National Championship game in Houston. The Aztecs are seeking their first title ever while the Huskies are looking for their fifth. Coverage of this game begins at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Rothman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy and I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. International Diamond Center Spectacular Semi-Annual Storewide Sale is coming next weekend, April 14th, 15th, and 16th. Biggest sale this year. Up to 20% off all rings, all bands, all bracelets, all earrings, all fashion jewelry. Plus thousands of GIA and Forever Mark diamonds are marked down for this. As well as all new designer jewelry being flown in from New York and California. Don't miss this. Three days of extraordinary savings. Ask about special financing, too. Up to three years, zero interest. It's happening April 14th through 16th. And only at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point. Approved credit. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here to wrap it up. we got about six minutes left in the show on a beautiful Monday. We've had a lot to talk about, and we've enjoyed talking about it with all of you, most of you, 90% of you so far. And let's see what Mike has for us now. Hey, Mike, what's up? Hey, hey guys, how you doing? Good. Jeff, enjoyed your calls, bud. I have to admit, though, that I turned it off for a while when it was 8 to 3. But uh, Yeah, I did, too. I did the same thing, Mike. 8 to 3, I went, yeah. I'm done. 
Yeah. Then I went back, and next thing you know, it was eight six. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then it was seventeen eight. Yeah, um, got, you might. I, Jeff will probably disagree with this, but the number one thing they can do to make baseball better is to take balls and strikes away from the umpire. They can completely control a game by by the strike zone. And it's just time to take it out of their hands. I just, I've just seen too many bad calls, and, and I know it's a hard thing to do, and it's probably too hard. So let's put it into to a, a machine that's going to be perfect, and the strike zone is going to stay the same all the game for both teams. It would make the game so much better. It, it's, but it's mo- and, and Mike, I, I I tend to agree with you on on some of that. I, I you know I think there's some flaws a little bit to that because especially even when you look at that technology. You know, some of the stuff that they haven't been able to perfect yet is that breaking ball that is like coming down through the zone and is caught at the dirt. Is that going to actually be called a strike? Because everybody in the stadium and everybody in the dugout is going to see it being caught on the ground, but it's going to be called a strike. And then what are we doing? So it is a strike. Is it really a strike? Uh, I don't think maybe. Well, yeah. Yeah, If it it crosses it, I mean, it ends up in the dirt, but it crossed the plate and strikes them. That's just. But anyway, I just it, it, I think it would really make the game better. Uh, and but I, 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 I think know. it would be longer because although umpires now are, are trying to be too fine, I think because they're all getting graded and they don't they all want to work the postseason, so they feel like well they'd rather do it one one way as opposed to the other. You'd rather not call the strikes that are off the plate because you get dinged more for that. So I think we're actually uh-huh. seeing less strikes called because the umpires are scared that it's going to hurt them. So if it's it's right on the border. They're going to actually call it a ball because if the report comes back and says it was should have been a strike, then they're going to get in trouble for it. Well, let's perfect that. I know we can put somebody on the moon. We can perfect a, a machine that can call. Yeah, balls but here's strike. the thing, it's Mike. We can. we can at at the major league level financially. There's no question. Uh-huh. But in the college level, you know, if you're at um, if it's an FAU. Um, UCF yeah, UCF game are they are they are they going to be able to come up with the money to to afford that uh, technology so that's that's I think why you'll you may never see that in the NCAA but I think we may get there in Major League Baseball where they they do have robo umpires and quick thing quick thing in basketball Pat I don't know if you've heard any of Golden's press conferences but has anybody asked him why we're 83rd in the country in recruiting and last in the SEC. If you look at the teams that have better recruiting classes than us, it's embarrassing. How, how at the University of Florida can you be last in the conference in recruiting and 83rd in the country? Well, I, I don't, just don't know how you can build a program. If like they're that. 83rd in the country at the end at the end of the recruiting cycle, yeah, that would be a, an issue. Although I think the well, fact that it, I mean, you say what, at Florida, how can anybody be bad? I mean, why? What is Florida? Other than Billy well, Donovan, Florida, what's Florida done? Florida's won national championships. Florida has long time ago with players that weren't born. Well, they still have facilities that are better than a lot of these schools that are way. Not ahead. really. So I, I just, <laughs> oh yes, sure. Better do. than I'm SEC schools? Who's who's not 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 some SEC schools, but a lot of schools that are rated ahead of us in recruiting. You, you just can't excuse. I know you're trying to excuse. Yeah, but if you got if you have two guys it, that you've committed to your class, and Florida's got one. Then you're going to be ahead of them. That's the way recruiting numbers work. So I'll, I'll wait and see what they end up with. And obviously they're going to go hard on the transfer portal. You know, they yeah, but the guy, the guy from Yale that buy your national championship tickets. I no, mean, doesn't do much for me. But um, that's how okay. UConn was built. That's how 
Uh, Miami totally built on on transfer portal guys. Well, they bought their players, but well, they, 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 Florida needs to start buying their players. Well, I'm all for it. If that's what it's going to be. I mean, to me, that's they've opened up a can of worms that have just they have. But game, I mean, but. the 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 worms are flying all over the place. Go ahead and yeah. start doing that. I mean, maybe Florida yeah. needed to go hire somebody like Kim Mulkey. You know, I mean. It, it, we we all say it's Florida. How can it not? Well, if it's Florida's take it always takes a different approach to things, and maybe that's yeah. not working as much anymore. But anyway, we got to go, Mike. We got to get we got to get out of here, Mike. Thank you. No, but I I do understand what he. Yeah, I mean we're kind of waiting to see what happens there in basketball. How how they're going to build this new team, and I I do think I I think the Thursday is when the portal opens back up. So. I think that's the deal, um, and we'll, we'll see what they're able to do. But you're gonna, you can build the team through the portal now. But you need to recruit too, and you got to keep your guys. Got to keep Kugel. If you build it, they will come. He will come. I was watching uh, Copland a little bit yesterday. Never seen it. It's a pretty good movie. That's Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, but it's Ray Liotta again, giving oh, yeah, an sure. unbelievable performance. Harvey Keitel's a bad guy. It's it's actually pretty good. It's not great. I would give it a seven. Okay. Well, I give Dooley's performance today a seven as well. That's about right. Kate was a ten. Uh, as always. And I was just here getting us through. But I uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in. We'll do it again tomorrow. Again, I'll be at the ballpark. Dooley's will be here in studio. But it'll be a Tuesday edition of the tailgate. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. See you. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981FM, 850AM, WRUF.